This episode of A Little Juju Podcast is sponsored by Moyo Mysteries. Moyo Mysteries is a platform all about providing holistic nourishment through self, cultural, and community empowerment. Moyo Sant offers spiritual consultations, energy ritual work, pelvic steam plans, and full-spectrum doula services from fertility and birth work to loss and bereavement and abortion work. Moyo Sant also offers a variety of educational projects in relation to Black ancestral spirituality, birth work, death work, neurodivergence, and Afrofuturism. To learn more, you can visit Moyo Sant via www.moyomysteries.org. And you can follow her on Facebook and IG under the name Moyo, M-O-Y-O, Mysteries. All you need is a little juju. Welcome to A Little Juju Podcast. This is the podcast all about Black-ass spirituality, honoring the ancestors, honoring ourselves, and decolonizing our spiritual practices and religions throughout ancient Africa and the diaspora, one episode at a time. I am your host, Juju Bay, and I come to this podcast as a medium, as a hoodoo practitioner, a kunti conjurer, an aborisha, and an all-around bad bitch witch, and welcome to the show. If you'd like to keep up with the conversation, you can hashtag a little juju podcast or hashtag ALJ pod. Excited for today's episode. Happy New Year, y'all. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is all you need. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju, a little juju, a little juju. A little juju is the way. It's how I start my day. Confirm no say. And I'll never get played. I'll take your photo to the grave. But that ain't even my thing. I just stay at the crossroads, pray. I just pour a little honey from my face to make them stay. Cause I hate when baby leaves, but that manifest a little with my bay leaves. I'm my ancestors, baby. So I give them everything that they gave me. Yeah, so I can't be stopped. Manifested everything, give me props. I'm spiritually rounded while I'm on the top. My spirit's surrounded, so I'll never drop, drop. Alrighty, yes, happy new year. I cannot believe, <laughs> I can believe, but I can't believe. It's just like, wow, we have made it through 2020, through many losses, um, many gains, gains of knowledge, information, spiritual elevation. I mean, 2020 sat us down, had us, had us on our ass and we have persevered and, and here we are welcoming in the new year, you know, based in the Gregorian calendar, <laughs> we're welcoming in the, the Gregorian new year of, of 2021 and wow, just Wow. What a moment to reflect. (laughs) I'm definitely going to encourage folks to just reflect on this year. What are some of the things that you were able to learn? What are some of the things that you you lost, um, you know, collectively, individually, personally? And, you know, loss doesn't always have to be bad or negative. Some things we need to, to we needed to let go. 
So just kind of thinking through those things and setting intentions for for the new year. I mean, yeah, on your new year, new me. Like, I'm here for new year, new me energy. Um, So I'm really excited about today's episode because we are going to talk to a numerologist and Dr. Craig, who is amazing, who I've known for quite some time since I was a teenager because he gave me a... A reading when I was a teenager, and he gave me a reading recently, and he's going to give us a reading today. He's going to talk about what numerology is, um, how it can be used in our lives, and give us a little insight into and forecast into the new year. Um, is a numerology numerolo- numerologically numerologically <laughs> um based on numerology this upcoming year is very interesting a lot of possibilities so i'm really excited to share um that with you all through through that interview and i also want to give us a couple tips before we get to the interview and and donations but but, but before we get to that i want to share a couple hoodoo tips and how to prepare for this new gregorian calendar new year Rooted in hoodoo. Now, please check out my YouTube video where I did three hoodoo tips uh, to prepare for the new year. I'm going to add three additional ones here on the podcast. So we got a total. I give you a total of six things you can do. You have a couple days or a day to to get yourself prepared. All you need is a little juju. So the first tip I want to share is a foot wash or spiritual baths. Please, you know, go into the new year cleansing yourself intentionally, whether you want to use herbs and the medicine of of plants or not, make yourself a bath, I would say. Even just a couple days before the new year, you can start when you hear this or your first day in the new year, whatever your spirit is telling you. I ain't going to tell you what to do. But do a spiritual bath or a foot wash to really kind of cleanse your energy, purify your energy before before we step into this, this new energy. Um... I know people always ask me, what kind of spiritual bath? You know, I say whatever you feel called to. My spirit is putting in my head mint, you know, basil, bay leaves. But you use what you want to use. You you might need to do a white bath. I'll put a link in the show notes for what a white bath is. For those who don't know, you could do a white bath. But that is my recommendation. Go into the new year spiritually not funky, okay? Clean, (laughs) pristine. The next thing I would say is move into the new year with intention. So something that I do is when the clock strikes 12, wherever I may be, I try to embody the energy or be doing something that I want to, that I'm okay with doing in the new year a lot. So if I'm celebrating and happy, that's good because I want my new year to be celebratory and happy and excited and, you know, feeling good. Um, If I'm going into the new year, or maybe I want to go into the new year peacefully. That's what I did a couple of years ago. So I went into the new year praying and prayerful and listening to spirit when the clock struck 12. Because I wanted to be meditative and prayerful and um, listen and, and, and have my ears open in that year. So I would say whatever energy you're trying to embody throughout that year, bring your year in with that particular energy. 
Um, I mean, hey, if you want to be drunk as hell all year, maybe you should go into the new year drunk as hell Um, because you want to be turned up. I mean, no judgment. I'm just saying be intentional with that those first few moments as the clock strikes 12. Um, The last thing I'll say is um, clean your floors. Clean your house. I talked about this in the YouTube video, but but really pay attention to your floors. Floors carry a lot of energy in them. And um, I also go into more detail about this. I was just interviewed for another podcast on the podcast Zuzu House. So um, I'll probably plug that just later. I talked about this. But yes, clean your floors. Floors carry energy. You don't want the old energy in your floors, in your floorboards, in your carpets. So just pay attention to the floors. Even if you're not able to get to other parts of the house before the new year, at least clean your floors. Sweep and mop, deep clean, get the crevices. Whether you want to use plant matter and medicine and make yourself a or make a floor wash like a spiritual bath for the floor is basically what a floor wash is or you just want to use some old school pine salt because you know pine good luck energy clearing um, old school pine salt you can do some lemon pine salt if you need to cut and clear you know so Hey, I'm just saying, clean floors. That's my tips. So the three tips are spiritual bath for yourself, moving with intention in the new year, as that clock strikes 12, and cleaning the floors. Clean your floors, clean your floors. Allow good energy to be in the floor, in the ground. Nothing that was stagnant that will hold you back on the floors. Nope, that's going to be gone. You're going to be able to walk freely into your blessings into the new year. So that's my prayers for you as well. So I hope you all, I hope that was helpful. And y'all can do that. Oh, I also need to say, I forgot. Happy Kwanzaa. If you celebrate Kwanzaa, Habari Ghani. It's giving Nia today. Nia is purpose. Um, for those who don't know, because I know everyone who listens to the podcast is not American. We're international, Puriana. <laughs> Kwanzaa is a black American holiday. Um, I will put some information in the show notes about Kwanzaa, why it was created. And, you know, a, a lot of people don't particularly celebrate it, I would say, even as black Americans. But I think the principles of Kwanzaa resonate with a lot of principles of traditional African religions and spiritual traditions. So they're, they're cool to look at today's purpose. Today's, um, principle is Nia. So yes, Nia means purpose. Today's the fifth day of Kwanzaa. When y'all are listening to this, it'll be the fifth day. So it means remembering and restoring our African and African-American customs, cultures, and histories and traditions. So that's also why I wanted to share some hoodoo tips, some old school tips, because that's our people's cultures and customs. Especially if you're black American, but not just black American. Just if you're black, if you descend from African people. So yes, happy Kwanzaa to those who celebrate. Remind yourself to be rooted today in purpose, what your purpose is, and what your purpose is for the collective. Okay? So, um, now that we've done that, let's move right into our donations, which is going to be a little bit lengthy today because 
Last episode was a little bit different. It was me interviewing for University of Maryland, so we didn't do the normal podcast setup. But today, we're going to do donations, so they're going to be a little long. But that's a good thing. Hallelujah, prayers, and thank yous for abundance. And then we're going to get into our lovely interview with Dr. Craig, the amazing numerologist from Baltimore. We love to see it. So, yeah. (laughs) All you need is a little juju. A Little Juju podcast is written, hosted, and crafted by me, Juju. And this process is a labor of love, but it is labor nonetheless because podcasting ain't free. It takes time, energy, resources, money so that I can pay people to help me. Finally, I have a little bit more resources to do that. And I'm able to do that because people donate. Um, It is a few ways to donate to the show. All of them are important. I will start with the monetary ways and then we'll get into the non-monetary ways to support this work. So the first monetary way that I'll mention is through Patreon, which is a site that allows you to contribute to the show monthly. So on the first of the month, Patreon automatically takes out whatever you choose to donate, which will range from $1 to as many dollars as you want. I have some suggestions on my Patreon. And based on the level that you donate is the level of content or things that you'll receive from me via Patreon, which includes exclusive deals, videos. Sometimes I do readings. Sometimes I do workings for specific patrons. It just depends. Okay. So big, big shout out to my patrons. Bear with me, y'all. Okay. Shout out to Robbie Hinton. Thank you for editing your pledge and remaining a patron. Shout out to Jasmine Williams, Kendall Bazemore, Ash D, Victoria Williams, Shay Hollis, Sonia. Thank you so much. Tahisha Barton. Thank you for becoming a patron. Shout out to Lauren, Mariah Weddle. Seven Bodhi, Candace Booker, V Bishop, Charnay Garrett, Shaw Tavis Sneed or Shaw Tavis Sneed. Shout out to Michaela Nevette or Michaela Nevette. Shout out to Erica, Ashley, Kayla, Tasha Young, Kyra Smith, Marissa Thompson. Shout out to Nia Hunter for editing your pledge and remaining a patron. Shout out to Dexter Price, Tiffany Mack, Hazel Hooks, Andrea Isabel, Jamaica. Jamaica. Ooh, love that, Jamaica. Shout out to Courtney Weber, Dehonesis. Dehonesis? Dehonesis? I'm so sorry if I butchered your name. I appreciate you just the same. Look at me being a poet. Shout out to. My Alicia Morgan, Kelly Kay, Mallory Devon. Thank you for editing your pledge and remaining. Shout out to Randy Chapman, Mbakor Mbenga. Shout out to Aja, Pure Fathom, Zay, Ariana Bray, Tyrone Moore Jr. Yes, I like that name. Shout out to Day, or is it maybe it's D? Shout out to Kyla. Taylor J, Jacaria Ellett, Tanya Calvin, Rain Fire, Jalen White, Alicia Patterson, Soleil. I love the name Soleil. Coley or Kali. Shout out to Amber Officer Narvasa, Erica Sahara, Tion Stallworth, Le- 
Leilani. Thank you. Shout out to Katie, Steph, Dark Tundra, 2010. Okay, shout out to Sylvia. Thank you for upping your pledge, boo. Shout out to Belinda Akime. Yeah, I think it's Akime. Shout out to McKenna Lejeune Brown. Lejeune Brown. Thank you, McKenna. Shout out to Najee Cameron. I mean, not Sharonda, Tamia Porter, Lauren Patrick, Jeronda Kirk Gibson. Shout out to Ia Derasia. Thank you for editing your pledge and being here with us. Shout out to Shug, Anthony, Erica Hickerson, Zenja, Jalen Williams, Melissa Buckman, Blue, Melissa Oh, I said Melissa. Okay, great. We've we've went through all of the December patrons from December 1 to today on the day that I'm recording this. Thank you so, so, so much. I appreciate you. I'm praying for you. I thank you. We are in the middle of a global pandemic. We are in the midst of holiday season. We're in the midst of a whole bunch of stuff. And for y'all to commit to being patrons to me, um, to share the energy of abundance and resources with me so that I can continue the show and, and do the work and take care of my life and myself and you, I really appreciate that. And I, I, I honor you for it and I thank you deeply for it. And so I'm, I'm expending that same energy back to you, the energy of abundance, the energy of, of material resource and all kinds of resources that you may need as you share it with me. So whatever projects, community workings, works, ideas, creative ventures that you want to create or start for yourself, I'm praying that you're able to do that and that you have the resources to do so. So I thank you so much and I I appreciate you and I love my patrons so deeply. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing the energy of abundance with me. Thank you. And of course, big shout out to those of you who hit me up on the Cash App for a more non-committal way to donate to the show at dollar sign I-T-S-J-U-J-U-B-A-E or on my PayPal at the Jujubay, T-H-E-J-U-J-U-B-A-E at gmail.com. Big shout outs to those of you who have donated in that way. I say a little prayer for you each time. So thank you. And if you are interested in the non-monetary ways to donate to the show, which are just as important, shout me out. Tag ALJ Pod, tag Jujubay on social media, put people onto the show, tell them what this podcast is and what it's about. Comment, subscribe so that I pop up when a new episode comes out so you already are hip and you know. Just let people know about the show. You can rate five stars on Apple or whatever platform that you are using and just help me spread the good juju gospel. I appreciate everyone who always tags and tells me they're listening and puts people onto the show. I deeply, deeply appreciate that as well. All that information will be in the show notes. So now let's get back into the show. All you need is a little juju. So I hope you all enjoy this interview. I enjoyed interviewing Dr. Craig. I am imploring you if you are interested in numerology. Well, first of all, you're going to be interested in numerology, even if you ain't right now, but there were different points where he was really spitting some facts for us, gave us a lot of information on how to calculate our own numerology. (laughs) 
numerological, I hope that's right, charts and how to reach certain numbers. So what I'm saying is pull out your pen, your pen and pad, your pad and paper, your, your pen, your pad, your pencils, your papers, and get into this information. Um, also, you know, write down some of the the things around the, the reading when we get to the, the reading part, which will be like the last 30 minutes or so of the call uh, and, and see what comes up for you around some of the common themes that Dr. Craig talks about and see how it could be relevant to your own life and see what your spirits have to say about it. See what your own, your intuition has to say about some of those themes because um, it, 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 it's important. So I want y'all to kind of get the most out of uh, this episode and every episode, of course. So sit with sit with the information. Um, but yeah, w- let's just get into it. I'm so excited. I'm so grateful. This is going to be our reading of the year episode this year. Um, I know I normally do one this year. My reading of the year will, will just be for patrons. So I'm, I'm moving that over to, to the Patreon. So this is our collective reading of the year for the podcast. So very excited. So sit back, relax, get your pad, get your pen. Now make sure I got ink. And let's get into this numerology reading or uh, conversation and reading with Dr. Craig. All you need is a little juju. Hello, Dr. Craig. Thank you for being on a little juju podcast today. Hello, juju. Thank you for having me. Of course. I feel like this is a bit of a full circle moment because you read me when I was probably about 14, maybe a little <laughs> bit younger, but um, I, I'll never forget my my parents. And from the listeners, you know, my parents are pretty open spiritually, at least like my mom, my mom's side. So uh, my mom booked a reading or a, a forecast, a numerology forecast with Dr. Craig, obviously uh, many years ago. And that, that, that forecast really kind of changed my life. It was the first time that I had ever experienced a, a numerology sort of reading or ever had any, any interaction with numerology. And you told me so many things that I actually have kept with me, you know, now being 28 years old. So I definitely want to thank you because in a way, I think that it kind of jump-started my ideas about what was out there, uh, what I could know, what I can learn about myself that wasn't traditional for me. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to say thank you. And it's just so cool that I have this platform and now I'm interviewing you. Like, <laughs> just, who knew? <laughs> who knew? That is truly amazing. When you contacted me and you you gave me, you know, that same history you just shared with the listeners, mm-hmm. I was floored, you know, I was floored. <laughs> but it, it also let me know that my my time doing this has not been in vain, you know. Ooh, yes. um, back when I started, way back then, the only place you could find out about numerology was at the Library of Congress. Now it's in wow. every bookstore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's the hot thing now. So um, let's get into how you sort of found numerology. Like what what led you to this practice? Well, it started... Um, I guess I could, you know, in hindsight, it started when I was in the seventh grade. Oh, I got excellent marks in math and science. Mm-hmm. And my parents decided I was going to be an engineer. Okay. So at 12 years old, they started sending me to school, math and science, math and science, math and science, and preparing me to become an engineer. Mm-hmm. I was a, a technocrat. Um, 
I was in, uh, ready to go to college um, to study engineering. I wanted to join the Air Force. I wanted to fly jet planes. Oh, my life was all laid out. I, I wasn't even a believer in those days. If you couldn't add it, subtract it, divide it, multiply it, it wasn't real for me. Um, spirituality was a crutch for the weak. I was a technocrat um, and, and ready to go to war for my country. <laughs> well, all that changed when my best friend died of a drug overdose and I didn't even know he was using. Wow. I felt so terrible about that. I told myself I should have known there was something I should have done. You know, I, I'm too self-absorbed. I need to, to, to find out what's going on around me. In fact, I, I thought to myself, if life is going to be this arbitrary, I'm ready to go now. And for the first time in my life, I found myself on my knees praying, asking why, why, why? And it's true about the universe. Whatever you send out, it's coming back. So with my energy, I wasn't, you know, walking around shouting out why, why, why all day. But within my consciousness, I was questioning, questioning why, why? And by sending that energy out, the answer came back to me um, in a manner that I could respect. It was a song by Roy Ayers. I heard it on the radio, and the song was talking about secrets of numbers, secrets of sound, secrets of wisdom can be found. Well, I was in a quest of searching, so that song appealed to me. I bought the album back in those days. I forgot when it came out, uh, 76, 75, I'm not sure. Bought the album, um, and I read the cover, and the person who wrote that song had read a book by Vera Stanley Alder, and, and the book was entitled In Search of the Third Eye. That was my introduction into spirituality and metaphysics. Um, the, wow. book, the book had information about colors, um, um, why restaurants paint their like to use orange and warm tones. It makes you more hungry. <laughs> um, it had information about sound. Mm -hmm. It said the songs that we enjoy are in harmony with our own vibration. Mm -hmm. That's why they become my favorite songs. But what mm -hmm. grabbed me was the information about the secrets of numbers. I started to absorb that because that's how I had been trained since I was 12 years old in seventh grade. Wow, I just remember, I just, I just had a, a revelation listening to myself. I was in the seventh grade and mm. I discovered I was a number seven. Mm. Um, and my purpose on life was to uncover the mysteries of life as a number seven, to be still and to focus and to concentrate and to discover the mysteries of life and to share them with others. So I said, oh, whoa, wait a minute. What's, what's happening here? I'm, is this the beginning of my search? Mm -hmm. So I began to um, read as much as I could. As, as I mentioned before, I had to go to the Library of Congress. So I would, you know, I would cut work and just go to the Library of Congress. <laughs> I had time off. I used vacation time and just stay there till they put me out, you know, reading everything I could about it. Couldn't take, you can't take books out of the Library of Congress. You have to read them there. And um, that's when I discovered um, the father of mathematics, Pythagoras, who had, you know, 
been at the basis of everything I was studying about geometry and um, aerodynamics and physics um, actually studied in Egypt. Uh, the Western world gives, gives him credit for being the father of mathematics um, because he was, he was of the Greek origin. But if you ask the Greeks, the Greeks know where they learned the information from. They learned it from the Africans. Oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> so, I, so this was a direct link. I started with um, studying this numbers and talking about Pythagoras. And the next thing I know, I'm involved in African studies. Um, studying the proverbs on the on the walls of the Luxor Temple, built in 1400 BC, a thousand years before Christianity. A thousand fourteen hundred years studying the Luxor Temple, um, and inscribed on those walls were proverbs. The uh, one of which uh, was, "The kingdom of heaven is within." And that, that's a that's chapter six, verse nineteen. That's First Corinthians. <laughs> so as I studied the Egyptian masters, I discovered the mystery schools of Egypt and, and Pythagoras was just one of the students. Right. But there were many others. Right. Dating back to Moses, Jesus, um, the people in the New Testament where you would see, um, I guess, I guess I'm kind of answer how I got involved. I'm, I, 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 <laughs> one thing kind of led to another here. I uh, see. <laughs> In seemingly the most random of places. <laughs> I mean, just the, that awakening moment from somebody passing, which I think is typical for a lot of people when, you know, starting to look into spiritual practices more deeply, but just going to the song, seeing who wrote the song, the person who wrote the song that you really liked, read a book, you read the book. Like, it's just such an interesting stream of events that brought you to this space yeah. now. Yeah, it's a um, link. Wow. And then that got you studying African studies and cosmology. And so how many years has it been that you've been studying numerology? Well, I was 21 years old when that event occurred. And okay. it, took, it took me two years after that to okay. find that book. Uh, I to see. finally find that book. So I was 23 years old and I'll be 70 May the 4th. Wow. So you that, ain't new to this. You true to this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 47 years. Wow. As I look back, it's, it's been my life work. It's been my, my calling. Um, it's, and it, it, it wasn't, as I said before, it wasn't always popular. You know, um, people thought this was demonic. They thought it was evil. Um, but spirit told me, Craig, you just keep studying keep studying i'm preparing you when the time is right i'm going to send my leaders to you so i just started studying and um now it's happening wow and i mean you've been you're from you're from baltimore right yes baltimore born and bred mm -hmm. <laughs> and so you've been you know, were you featured on like radio stations and things doing numerology in that way? Yes, too? yes, mm -hmm. I, I, yes, I was. Um, mm -hmm. And I had to give tribute to my parents. They, they didn't know it, but they were really preparing me for this career. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't go to a, a traditional church. 
uh, my mom took me to the Baltimore Ethical Society. And this was an organization formed in New York by Felix Adler. And you have people from all religions attending the Ethical Society, but they all believe in doing the right thing, um, treating people right, helping the poor, the sick, the disadvantaged. So in, in, in uh, Sunday school, I visited a lot of different churches. You know, so this gave me a broad perspective and prepared me uh, for the radio show you were talking about. Um, I did radio for 35 years at Morgan State University Radio, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, sharing Sounds information. So <laughs> uh, you know, I, I had to give back. Spirit told me give back in the manner in which you receive. So I received by listening to 88.9 FM in Baltimore, Maryland, Morgan State University Radio. That's where I heard the song. <laughs> wow look at that it's like even if you wanted to think this stuff wasn't real it's just you just see this real every day exactly, exactly. wow that's amazing there was no running away from it you can't um, when I, <laughs> yeah when i first started i would look at a license plate or or a name tag and i would start to get information about people i said wow what's going on here you know and so it was revealed to me. I know that sounds crazy. I keep saying that, but nobody came to me and said, here, Craig, here's a book on numerology. This was uh, intuitive guidance that I was led to it. Exactly. Um, so, you know, I would tell people um, what was going on, how it was happening. Um, and if you throw a drowning person, a life, a life preserver, they don't ask you why. They just say thanks. But over time, people start getting back to me like, well, how did you know? Uh, why were you telling me that? And so I started talk, telling them how, and that's how I got started with, with you know, a business. I did a radio show on WEAA. I was a guest on um, um, with um, Reverend Hazel Cassell. Some people in Baltimore may still remember her. And she put my number out on the air. I, I guess I was naive. Now I expect people to do that. But back then it shocked me. Um, so I had to literally start a business in response to people calling me. It was never mm -hmm. my intention. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. It was just an avocation. But as I look back, it's been my life's work. And, you know, they say if you find something you love, you can do it all day. Right. And never get tired. So this this was it for me. Wow, that's so amazing. And so, you know, you talked a little bit about church and having been raised, not really going to a, a formal church space, um, but you are, you are also a reverend. So how sort of did you, or do you combine? That was very that, interesting. Yeah. How does that coexist with numerology? You know, first you're hearing it's demonic and now you are, you're also a reverend who does numerology. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I first started to get this information as a result of my friend passing, you can imagine the transformation I had, you know, all of a sudden my world was was now smashed you know um numbers are different from figures i've been studying figures um figures deal with quantities but numbers reveal qualities okay if i hold up a bottle of water say and i say i have one bottle of water that's a quantity but if i say deer park is number one now i'm saying they're the best so my whole world flipped around i no longer was looking at um, quantities, but numbers were revealing, giving me a spiritual insight into things I never had before. So the first thing I did was enroll in seminary. I had to re respond to the call. <laughs> Boy, that was like 
oil and water. And man, I got in there. I started talking about uh, the secrets of numbers and all the wonderful things I had discovered. And they very nicely um, let me know that was not what they were about there. So I, I got good grades, but, but I left and I found a metaphysical school um, that dealt with numbers. And it was from studying um, the numbers, it, it took me to Africa right away. Right away, the, the origin of numbers, it's, it's funny, people <laughs> even today say, well, it must have been a spaceship that visited Africa. <laughs> they don't want to give black people credit for all that they have done in medicine, yeah. music, um, science, um, numbers. I could, the, the, the foundation, I think the oldest living skull was that of a black female. So it's, you know, anybody who wants to take the time to look will know the indigenous were blacks and we were, it's, we were the people written about in these great literature. Now it's become his story, not history, but his story. So through chasing, through tracing the Proverbs on, inscribed on, the, on these walls, I discovered these were the roots of Christianity. Their, Christianity has African roots, mm-hmm. you know, because the people who are the founding fathers of it studied in Egypt. Moses wrote the first five books. Moses wrote a book called Numbers. The fourth book of the Bible was called Numbers. I'm born May the 4th. Hello, somebody was trying to tell me something. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) um, He wrote, so in in Psalm 90 verse 12, teach me to number, so teach us to number our days so we can spend our time seeking wisdom. So this was a direct reflection to numbers and the, the benefits of them. So I, most people go from Christianity and, and find African <laughs> um, information more appealing to them. I started with the African roots and it, and it showed me where it all, how Christianity got its start, you know. Jesus changed names. And, well, in the Old Testament, many biblical characters uh, reached per- periods of spiritual growth and development in their lives and were given new names. Abraham and Sarah, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, were given new names. They added the H in Genesis. That's in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, um, Saul, right, and Paul. you know, became Paul. Um, mm-hmm. Jesus went around changing names. So this, I started to say, well, wait a minute, what's going on here? Then I started to evaluate right. the names using the Egyptian tradition, and it gives a whole new meaning mm-hmm. as to what's going on. Jesus Based on called, the vibration of the name because of the number sort of correlation to that name. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, every letter has a number based on the alphabet. A is one, B is two, up to the letter Z, um, which is a double digit 26. What we add two plus six, that gives us eight. So Z is an eight. So there are really only nine vibrations. If anybody wants to set up a conversion chart, you just write down the numbers one through nine on your page horizontally. And under the one, you write the letters AJS. Under the two is BKT. Under the three is CLU, four is DMV, 
<laughs> that's funny because that's the worst place you want to go to DMV. You have to be there right. all day. And, <laughs> and the four stands for being in a box, being tied up. So I always chuckle when I see DMV under the number four. E is E, N, and W. The letters that have the value of six are Fox, F-O-X. G or G-P-Y, that's the, mis the mystery letters of faith and wisdom. H is H, Q, and Z have the value of eight, and I and R have the value of nine. So you simply substitute numbers for the letters, and you get information. See, the information's already there. It's been there thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Right. Um, in fact, the oldest document writing sample of writing found was on a tortoise shell and it had numbers on it. So numbers predated letters and, and communication. People use numbers. God was a zero. When you drew a zero, that was God. All there was. No beginning, no ending. That symbolized God. Mm. When you when you scratched a, a line in the sand, that was this is me. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's the number one. Right. Looking out for you, leadership. When two lines were drawn, that was a number two. And now, now you need some cooperation. Whenever, mm -hmm. when this, when it's just by yourself, no problem. But when you're with someone else, now you need cooperation and harmony. If Adam was one and Eve was two, three stands for youth. So it kind of flows naturally. Um, if you have youth, you can't have them crawling around and breaking up things. So you put them in the playpen. That's four. The four-sided figure for orderliness. That's the number four. So you can get some work done. That's the four, work and order. You can't leave the child in the cage all day. You have to take them out because they're growing. They need freedom. That's the five. So they can change. That's the five. Now, too much freedom leads to anarchy. So we have to be responsible. That's the six. That's when marriage came in. You can't have all these babies running around and no daddy taking responsibility. So the six stands for responsibility and domesticity, being of service. That's the number of the servant. And the scripture tells us it's the number of the greatest among us. The greatest among us. That's the number mm -hmm. six. The seven is faith and wisdom. That turned out to be my number, mm -hmm. faith and wisdom. So I, I was a minister before I even knew I was. And when, right. the seven, when the seven shows up, I always tell people, it doesn't matter if you wear a robe or if you study under Reverend Billy Joe Bob or if you even acknowledge it. If, you're, if you have a seven that's showing up, you're a minister. <laughs> wow. The, the eight stands for money and power. The eight literally means as it is above, so it is below. Two zeros. So since zero stands for God, eights have the ability to channel the power of God to the heavenly plane. So these are very strong, powerful people who are influencers and leaders. Those are the number eight. The number eight. That's um, Juju, number eight energy. <laughs> now the number nine, that's the last number. That's a sign for selflessness. Selfless giving. That's the highest form of love we can give. Okay, when we can give without thought of anything in return. Okay, 
that selfless giving, the number nine. Um, Mother Teresa exemplifies that energy. Okay? Mm. Selfless giving. Give, give, give. You're little or nothing back. That's the number nine. The <laughs> philanthropist. All right? Invite people to your house to eat your food, break up your china, and leave and don't even say thank you. That's the number nine. The givers. Mm. You are here to be the hand of God on earth. And that's the highest form. Wow. We can do. Now, there are master numbers, which are double digits. So two ones are called the master of revelation and the, the light. Eleven is the number of the light, the master teacher, the master of revelation. When we turn the light on, aha, things are revealed. Aha. So that's the light, number 11. And Jesus, when he was studying numerology in the mystery schools, discovered he was the light. J-E-S-U-S adds up to 11. And he proclaimed himself to be the light of the world and began his ministry. Now, the mystery schools use oral tradition. Um, that's why um, Pythagoras kind of got credit for it because he wrote stuff down when he got back home. Right, right. <laughs> Double deuces, that's called the master builder or the globalist energy. That's been this year. So if we had a global pandemic in 2020, two plus zero plus 20 is 22. Mm -hmm. So this has been a number 22 year, a global year. Um, shining the light, bringing scientists together from all parts of the world. Now politicians still try to convince us we should be fighting against each other, but there are people who are looking beyond those boundaries mm -hmm. because we have a universal, a global pandemic um, what is bringing out the best of all of us. Right. Um, two threes is called the master healer or the universal service vibration. Mm -hmm. Two fours are called the master liberator or the prophet and the speaker of truth. Mm -hmm. That's also um, shows up in Juju because Juju numerically is one three one three that adds up to eight but if you add the one and the three that's a four mm -hmm. so wow. that's why your name also carries the liberator prophet speaker of truth vibration that was exhibited by martin luther king jr and also by nelson mandela hmm. They were 44s. Hmm. Um, not to put any pressure on you or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No pressure at all. <laughs> now, wow. The number 55, two fives, that's called the master of divine will. Um, <laughs> uh, exemplified by uh, the story of King Arthur, divine will. Um, that was the first, that was one of the first people who had a 12 disciples. King Arthur had 12, as Jesus had 12. His were knights of the round table. Um, so all these numbers are repeating in history, you know. Um, 66, I got a little off track there. 66, that's called the master of universal joy. Two sevens, master of creative thought. Two eights, master of divine knowing. And two nines, master of universal love. Now those two nines, that's what Nelson Mandela's name added up to, um, Master of Universal Love. So people were shocked. 
um, after the regime change in South Africa, everybody thought there was going to be a bloodbath. But the master of universal love was on the throne. So there was, mm. there was none of that, you know. There was, there was um, the transition without the bloodbath everybody thought was going to happen. So every number has a meaning. And, um, and because of that, you know, you never look at things the same. You can look at an address. Um, you can, when you're making a decision as to what city I should move in, um, if you're naming a child, I get a lot of calls for that. If you're naming a child, a lot of um, entrepreneurs call me when they're um, thinking about office space. Um, <laughs> wow, I but, mean, it's um, in everything. Yes, yes, it is, and everything I'm glad. I'm glad you said that because getting back to your question, well, how do you how do these two things work? Numbers are in the Bible. They're in the Bible. I mentioned before the book of Numbers is the fourth book is called Numbers, but there are numbers everybody knows about. Um, um, like the story of Jesus is about the number three. People know, and every Easter, people say, oh, he was sought by three wise men. And he arose on the third day. But what they leave out is he was denied three times by three sleeping disciples when he asked him three times if he loved them. His main boy denied him three times before the rooster could crow. So there's a repetition of the number three in the scripture. And that's where the abundance aspect of the three comes from. Because he says, I'm here that you have great abundance. So the authors of, this, of the scriptures, they knew what they were doing. Yes, these are great stories, but there's a lot more information in the yeah. book than meets the eye. <laughs> right, right. Wow. wow. Yeah. Ooh, thank you for that uh, breakdown. I mean, I know people are furiously taking notes <laughs> with, with how you just broke that down. Um, and so I think this is a good segue into a little treat of a, a bit of a forecast for 2021, just sort of what are the numbers telling us about about this year and well, this upcoming year and how we can, I guess, best use that energy or work with or move with that energy. Um, to be most beneficial. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, the way you determine your the universal year, <clears throat> excuse me, which is different from our personal year, the universal year is found by adding two. It's going to be twenty twenty one. So we add two plus zero plus twenty one, and that adds up to twenty three. Okay. 2020 was the number 22. I shared that earlier. After 22 comes 23. Follows logically. And 2 plus 3 is 5. Now, <clears throat> the number 5 is a symbol for change. Freedom and change. That's the number 5. So what does this mean? Um, well, we've already witnessed a new president. Um, we're seeing a whole new set of priorities um, coming about and we're seeing um, people for the first time um, coming into office um, who are literally a rainbow um, so there's a lot of change going on um, the 23 is one of the fives there are many fives um, musicians know their notes with different octaves so you start with the number five and the number nine, which stands for selflessness, if you add 
the nine to any number, it doesn't change it. It raises it to another octave. Nine and five is 14, but one plus four is still five. If you add nine to 14, nine and 14 is 23, but two plus three is still five. So right. five stands for freedom and change, but the 23 stands for protection, contracts, and travel. Okay, so this is the breakdown of the number 23. This is the type of five we're gonna have, protection, Okay, contracts and travel. The three, as I said, the three resonates in the story of the Christ. By the way, Christ was not Jesus' last name. It was a state of consciousness that he achieved. And we're all on that path. We don't get off the wheel till we get there. Um, so that's the number three. So the 23 <laughs> is protection. The three is protection, divine protection. Uh, powerful spiritual forces protecting us, guiding us. And the two stands for partnerships coming together. So that's uh, contracts. The five stands for freedom. So that always implies travel. Okay. If you look at the number five, you'll see it sits on a curve. So there'll be a lot of fluctuation, a lot of trying and stop, start and stop this year as because five sits on a rocker, literally. That's what's going to, if you look at the numbers, remember numbers were pictures first. So they, they if you look at it, it, it tells you information. So it's going to be a lot of start and stop, going back and forth, people hesitating, not knowing what to do. <clears throat> um, a lot of grass is greener on the other side, type, type energy under the number five. Um, but the 23 also means this is a year to follow the advice we receive from people in high positions, people in a position to know more about a subject and question that we do. So it's a good time for consulting experts. Mm. Right? It's also a time when people in positions of power are prepared to act as mentors. They're prepared to act as mentors. So we can follow the advice we receive from those in that position. Then our pursuits and goals will be successful. Now, 23 is also an inheritance vibration. So this year, the possibility for inheriting money and material goods through a settlement of an estate or legal proceeding could also occur. It's also a year where we can enter new contracts that can alter our life. And these new agreements may require quick decisions, okay? Uh, quick decisions, um, just take it into prayer and then be prepared to move. Do not overlook any opportunity that comes your way this year. But by the same token, don't be impulsive because going to, there's going to be more than one opportunity. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, speaking of contracts, marriage is a contract that's very favorable hmm. for 2021. So people who want to have a little assurance that the contract, the marriage they're entering is going to be long lasting, mm -hmm. 2021 is a year to do it. Hmm. So many changes that can result in travel, lifestyle. Um, mm -hmm. Travel may be to fulfill obligations or agreements, or it may be just because Hey, we got some extra money. Um, we have this protection. Uh, we have um, the uh, immunization now. 
Um, so now people, more people will be traveling. So we may have money uh, to do so. Um, now there's also a year because the five stands for freedom. Um, there are going to be breaks in tradition, things that we've been doing, uh, things, or just, just <laughs> look at Joe Biden's cabinet. That'll tell you the type of breaks in tradition we can expect, um, but this will prevail. So there will be people holding on to the old ways. So there may be opposition in the arena of ideas, okay? As we move into a new way of thinking and a new way of doing things. Trump pretty much represented the old way, trying to hang on to the past. So hopefully he gave, he gave everyone a good look at what the past used to be like. So yeah. now everybody's ready to just let it go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was his purpose in the universe. Okay, so if other people oppose our ideas, don't allow the differences to degenerate into quarrels. Okay, agree to disagree, keep it moving. Uh, we do not want to have a severe approach under the 23 energy. It's a time to be truthful, helpful, um, and these are the types of attitudes that will be well rewarded with material gain, but even more than that, peace of mind and contentment. That's the overall for the entire year. That is very interesting. I feel like I have a few thoughts. You know, what does this mean for us as we are still in the midst of a, of a global pandemic and sort of how that energy is flowing into 2021 is the first thing I'm thinking about. Second thing I'm thinking about is freedom and change and how freedom often is not free for a lot of people and you know, it, it's not something that I see personally as a thing that is given, but taken. And so I'm just wondering, I guess, the impacts of of that with this year being about freedom and change. And like, it's a lot of things <laughs> going on that people are upset about um, and, and wondering if that could also point to some kind of uh, civil unrest continuing. Uh, well, as a matter of fact, America's birthday, July the 4th, 1776, you add those numbers up, 7 and 4 is 11, 12, adds up to 32. And 3 plus 2 is 5. And we were born through civil unrest telling the British, no, we're not going to take it right. anymore. Uh, we're not going to pay your taxes. It's not fair. It's not equitable. We want rights. Okay. And that was the spirit, the energy that this country was founded upon. And it's not, that seed is going to keep growing and manifesting. Um, there's nothing can be done, even though there's someone trying in the White House trying to, everything he can to do to, to destroy it. There's nothing that can be done to stop that, that spirit of freedom. So, yes, there can be upheaval under the number five. Like you said, freedom is often taken. The British didn't lay down. You know, we went to war. The first man to die for the American flag was Crispus Attucks, a black man. Hmm. The first one to die, the first bullet taken was a black man here in America. First, as Stevie wanted to put it, first man to die for the flag we now hold high. Mm. 
Um, so that was that's five energy. Okay, that's revolution. That's and that's the energy that we're we're walking into, and that's what we're seeing. Uh, we're seeing um, the impact of all the protests, global protests this year. Black Lives Matters went global. It went global. Mm-hmm. I saw people in France. I saw people in all parts of the globe mm-hmm. carrying Black Lives Matter sign. Um, so this is this is an awakening. Mm-hmm. This is an awakening for the downtrodden to say, no, we're, we're not going to take it anymore. Whenever that happens, it means universal principles Spiritual principles are rising to the top and being re-embraced. Um, and that's where our guidance has to be. The pandemic helped us do it. Yeah. The scripture says, be still. Be still. That's the number seven. Be still. On the seventh day, God rested. So last year was a 22-year, and everything shut down in what month? March. If you add three to 22, it's 25, and two plus five was seven. So that was a time to be still and turn within under the, the global master number of the number 22. People were being still, getting in touch with their values, whether they want to or not. People who are used to moving 100 miles an hour had a slam on the brakes, which has led to a spiritual awakening across yeah. the globe. Yeah. An outcry of, we're not taking it anymore, went out across the globe. And everything starts within and then manifests. When we look outside, we see a tree, but we can't see the root system that's probably more vast from that tree. So we've had the roots dig deep under the number 22, which is a four vibration. Two plus two is four. And the number four means physical manifestation. See, on the fourth day, that's according to the scripture, this is how the information is is concealed and revealed. It says, God created the earth on the fourth day. Now, as a numerologist, that tells me all things come into physical manifestation under the number four. And the greatest of all the fours is a 22. So all the values, all the passion, all the compassion, all the all the irritability, all the we're not taking any more energy from 2022 is going to manifest physically. Oh, in 2022. I'm sorry, 2020. (laughs) Oh, yes, this is about 2020. 2020, which was a 22 year. Right, right, right. Which is a four. That's taking manifestation and it's already happened. And the spiritual level. Now it's just going to manifest. Things always start where they can't be seen. Mm-hmm. You take the seed and put it under the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of this energy now from 22, from George Floyd. George Floyd really changed the world. That was, that was, that was just it. That pushed everybody over the edge. Um, and there was a shift in consciousness on this planet. Um, we have entered this, the, the long talked about age of Aquarius. Mm-hmm. We have entered it. We're thick in the, in the thick of it now, and we're going to start to see those changes manifest. That's the 23. 
and we have divine protection. We have divine protection. So those who are opposing the change, all I can say is, I, I feel for you. Yep. Yes. Because <laughs> they can't. Yes. It yes. cannot be stopped. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't go with the wave, the wave is going to wash over you. And that's what that's what yes. that's what we're going to say. So what does that mean? I guess for someone who's hearing that, like, hold on, wait. So what that mean? I got to do, you know, what, what, what examples do you have <laughs> of kind of going with the change or just not resisting? Well, what that means is I've just, des- I've described how the winds are going to be blowing for the next 12 months. Now, this is a universal vibration of 2021. I'm putting it that way because we have free will. Numerology can tell you how the winds are blowing, but it's up to you whether you want to raise your sail to catch that breeze. You can say, I don't care if it is time for change. I'm going to do everything I can and stay in this White House and file lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit and fight this thing. Okay, well, you're not raising your sail. You're not raising your sail. But for those who have long been downtrodden, for those who want to have equal pay, for those who said, why are football players so, paid so much um, to keep us quiet and glued to our TV sets, and teachers who are shaping the minds of youth and the planet pay so little, we're going to see that change. We're okay. going to see those values change. Mm-hmm. Teachers are going to see an increase in their salaries, and people are going to start paying them more. Okay, we saw what happened to the people on the front, the front liners, they're calling them now. All the people, people used to turn their nose up at and didn't want, didn't think they were worth getting a raise. Those are the people who are on the front line serving your food and taking care of you when you were sick. We're going to see raises in income for those folks, too. So there's going to be a lot of changes that are going to take place. Um, Positive changes. So. Um, to answer your question, when people say, well, what, what should I do to prepare for the change? Well, ask yourself, look at your life and ask yourself, what are the areas in which you'd like to see some positive changes in your life? Ask yourself, um, am I ready um, to take that next step into marriage since this is a good time for contracts? Am I ready to leave that job? Um, after they laid me off and wouldn't give me pay and, and, and treated me so bad during this time, was there a reason why I've been set free? Should I apply for a loan this year, business loan? Um, should I seek employment somewhere else? Um, these are the types of questions you ask yourself because the winds of change are blowing. So as a wise man once told me, tis not the gale, but the tilt of the sail. It doesn't matter how the wind is blowing, you know, it, how your sail is tilted to catch that wind, which will determine how you use the energy. Some people are going to respond, I hate to say it, negatively. And we're going to see a lot of, as you, as you said, um, maybe fighting in the streets, quarrels, people who are refusing to budge. Um, mm-hmm. This can happen. Um, under the five energy, there can be conflict. There mm. can be conflict. Um, there will be some people who are here to be mentors 
who will try to take advantage of their position of high places and may try to take advantage of people. And that's not how the energy is supposed to be used. And they'll be losing their position. They'll be falling out of grace under this 23 vibration because it's all about um, being rewarded through doing the right thing under the 23. Wow. Hmm. I've already seen that energy start to manifest in my personal life. <laughs> but Awesome. Um, awesome. Wow. Speaking of personal, you find your personal year by adding your month and day to 23. What is your month and day? If you, July 9. Okay. 7, 9. Those are, those are two very, very spiritual vibrations. The number 7 and the number 9 give a spiritual temperament. The 7 is the number of rest and 9 that's selflessness giving. So I heard you laughing when I was talking about the number nine. <laughs> yes, because give, I know give, nine give, is give, 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 all give. up in my, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you are God's hand on earth. That's the number nine. You're here to be God's hand. Uh, but I, I digress. When you add seven plus nine, that's 16. And one plus 16, I'm sorry, 16 and 23 add up to 39. You with me? So that's your personal year. It's a universal 23 year, but we give it the personal flavor by adding your month and day to it. Got it. So, so it's 39 or nine plus three. We add 23 and 16, so it's mm -hmm. a 39. Well, you, could, you add nine plus three is 12 and one plus two this is three. three. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's expression, youth and abundance. That's the number three expression. You're going to have an opportunity to be more expressive, to to write, to sing, to speak. Um, That's to, all right. <laughs> to dance mm -hmm. um, and to work with young people, to Ooh. work with the youth. Mm -hmm. um, it will be a year of abundance. The number thirty nine. Remember, there are different threes. Right. There's a three. And there's a 12, there's a 21, there's a 30, yours is the 39. And this is the vibration of love, propositions, and vacations. Ooh, the 39. Okay. <laughs> In the middle of a pandemic, I'm still going to vacay. <laughs> love, propositions, and vacations. So this is a year you're going to have warm feelings. You're going to share those feelings with others. And it's a, attracting energy. You'll be drawing people to you. Friendships can develop. And under the three energy, it means you will have at least two um, pursuers. Mm -hmm. People showing a high level of interest during this contract year mm -hmm. of trying to hook up with Miss Juju Bay. Oh, well, period then. Come on now. I've at been least, praying for you. At least two. <laughs> oh my god when it rains it pours you're going from famine to feast in Ooh. relationship category <laughs> wait uh, a so minute you didn't have to say famine now you didn't have to call me out <laughs> to, the, to my listeners now <laughs> dang put me on blast doctor it's just a figure of speech <laughs> <laughs> okay go ahead <laughs> So be prepared. Now, the 39 also indicates people are going to be reaching out to you 
to join you in goodwill ventures, okay? Reaching out to join you. So your networking is going to increase, all right? Um, um, you may also be offered a partnership or a proposition. So that's the married aspect of the 39. Um, the vacation part is that 39 always lures you to faraway places, okay? Um, it gives you an unhurried and contemplative mood and relaxation and love on your mind. So if you always dream about visiting a faraway place, this is the year, okay, to do it, 2021, especially in September. September. It's going to be a month you remember for a long time. September. Do something good for someone else. Under the 39, every effort on your part comes back multiplied. The 39 means, now remember, we're talking about a number that symbolizes energy. So the energy that 39 represents is Hey, love wasn't put in your heart to stay. Love isn't love till you give it away. Mm. So that's what year it is for you to share that joy, to share your love, to get that light out there. And people are going to respond to it very favorably, very favorably. And um, I might as well, Spirit is telling me to share this with you. Um, you are going to be able to this has come out of the blue. Sometimes when I'm looking at numbers, it's like for me, it's like turning on a radio dial. Once I turn to the dial, I start to hear music. And I'm hearing music um, saying in 2022, you have the potential to hire an architect and design that house you want. Because I don't think you'll be able to find it. Oh, oh. okay. That's, that's coming up in 2022 that just blasted out at me as I was looking at your 39 40 energy came in came through so I had to share that with you um wow getting, getting a little you. I receive getting a little ahead in the future but yeah yeah you'll I, probably I be designing a home as opposed to you know finding one that's already out there that that meets your requirements Whoa. your space had your <laughs> I'm really going too deep. Now, your space is holy space. So when you design it, you're going to have those niches there for you to retreat. Wow. <laughs> I, this is just, I'm so grateful. I, I really appreciate you. Um, I know so many people appreciate you and, and for the forecast and also the little personal things you just added in and even so folks can, you know, I have a lot of listeners who've been like, oh my goodness, you're going to interview someone who does numerology. Like I've been wanting to study. I've been feeling called to it. So I wow. know that this is just so beneficial because I have a lot of people tell me that they're wanting to get into this and like, you're the per perfect person to talk to. And um, so I want you to, to let us know how we can contact you. How can we book a session with you? Do you teach classes? Like what can you tell us all the things you have to offer <laughs> and how to find you? Yes, yes. Um, I do all the above. I'm, I'm an author. I teach. Um, I've been blessed 
Um, last year, I was blessed, Juju. I was able to go to Princeton. Princeton University flew me up to talk to people in their anthropology um, department about the secret of numbers. So, wow. Glory to the creator for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, my website is www.craig. E right. It's my name, Craig, C-R-A-I-G-E. That's my middle initial. And my last name is Wright with a W. W-R-I-G-H-T. Craig E Okay, well, y'all, I know y'all already on the website. That'll definitely be <laughs> in the in the show notes. I just want to say thank you again for your wisdom, your insight, for your reading when I was 14 to your reading, you know, a couple weeks ago to now, um, my friends who you have read all loved their, they love their, their numerology. Oh my goodness. You know, you know, some amazing people. When I say amazing, I'm talking about people who came here to change the world. Mm -hmm. I know. That's why I was like, you need to. Amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know. You, You are what they call in scripture. Um, good soil. The scripture mm-hmm. says, plant your seeds. Some of your seeds will fall on rocky soil and they won't grow. Some of your seeds will fall in soil. They'll grow a little bit, but mm-hmm. the roots won't be deep and they'll dry up. But some of your soil seeds will grow into mighty oaks. And you are definitely a seed that has grown mm-hmm. way beyond um, what I ever imagined. And I, I'm going to share this with you. Your name that you're utilizing, Juju Bay, you are going to become a household name. <laughs> I receive it. And I I know. <laughs> I have awesome. my own feelings about awesome. it. But I know. I know. I'm just confirming it. I know. <laughs> I receive it. Thank you. <laughs> You're so humble. You're very welcome. And thank you. Thank you uh, again for enabling, for completing the circle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had to. I had to. I felt called to, and um, even even with your re, uh, the forecast for the year, like I'm also a psychic, so everything that you you said, I, it, it also is confirming just some thoughts that I've had wow. over the year, um, awesome. and with the change. And I just I was just telling people, you know, questioning our traditions and some traditions being let go. I just said it's like two days ago, so it's all like, yes, yeah, spirit is really here and moving and talking and confirming. So just thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I'm so grateful. Likewise. All righty. You have a good one. I appreciate you. Okay, Juju. Bye-bye. All you need is a little Juju. Yes, yes, yes. I hope you all enjoyed this episode, this New Year's episode with Dr. Craig. Such wonderful energy. He has such good energy. Um, Definitely, highly, highly, highly recommend you reach out to him and utilize the classes he provides, the readings he provides, and book you a session. So, 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 so damn good. Um, I, I want to say thank you. This has been a year, y'all. A year y'all been rocking with me throughout this whole time. I am honored, grateful, full. <sighs> Still processing a lot that has happened this year. 
you know, and somehow we just, we move through it. And I I really just want y'all to feel proud of yourselves, regardless of anything. You are still here, you know, and you are still committed to healing. You are still committed to growth. You are still committed to learning. How do I know? Because you're listening to this and that matters and that is meaningful. So celebrate yourself, celebrate you. Be proud of how far you've come throughout your life, throughout this year, but also your life. So I'm just speaking power into you, abundance, so many blessings, good lessons, great health, safety and protection in this new year. I pray that all of the dreams that you have come true, I pray that you get everything that you want And if you don't get it, I pray that you know it's because you did not want the best. So I pray that you have the best that life has to offer and the best experiences that life has to offer. And I want you to receive this prayer and this blessing because you deserve it. If you are listening to this, I'm telling you that you deserve the best that life has to offer and that I want you to have it and may you have it. This year, upcoming year, and all the years, okay? So thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Little Juju Podcast. If you would like to keep in touch with me, you can find me on social media, Instagram at I-T-S-J-U-J-U-B-A-E, or you can also find me at A Little Juju Podcast for the podcast page. You can follow me on Twitter for everything from spirituality to (laughs) not it's at i-t-s-j-j-b-a-e as well hit me up on my website it's jujubay.com all of this will be in the show notes dr craig's information will be in the show notes of course um all the resources that i listed today will be in the show notes as per usual And that is it. Thank you so, so much. Love you guys. I will see you, listen to you, interact with you in the new year. I'll see my patrons on Patreon with our new year reading. And uh, yeah, appreciate y'all. Love y'all. And be well. Bye. Wow. I didn't even sign off right. Now, bye. It's, and remember... All you need is a little juju. Hey, all you need is a little juju. Later. My spirit's surrounded, so I'll never drop, drop.